Hi, this is Maddie Rose, host of The Fame Game, and this is Our Future is Missing. Please be on the lookout for Lauren Spirer. She is 20 years old and went missing from Bloomington, Indiana, June 3rd, 2011 at 4.30 a.m. She is Caucasian, 4'11", 95 pounds, with blue eyes and blonde hair. She was wearing a white tank top, a white button-down shirt, and full-length black spandex pants. If you know of Lauren's whereabouts, please contact the National Center for Missing and Exploited Children's Hotline, 1-800-THE-LOST or 1-800-843-5678. To see a picture of Lauren, please click on the link on the Voice America homepage, Our Future is Missing, or go to ourfutureismissing.com. Thank you. Yo, what's up, y'all? It's your boy Jacob Lattimore with a question from my fans on Voice America Kids. Do you have what it takes to be America's next young superstar? If you're the ages between 8 and 12 years old, then step up to the microphone. You could win $25,000 in cash, a recording contract, and a scholarship. So make sure you get your parents' permission first, then go to www.stepuptothemicrophone.com to enter. Peace. Welcome to Kids First Coming Attractions. Before you go out and spend money on that new movie, make sure to listen to the entire show right here on the Voice America Kids channel. We'll take you behind the scenes and preview new movies and DVD releases. Now, here are all of your hosts for Kids First Coming Attractions. Welcome to the program. I'm your host, Raven Devaney, and you're listening to Kids First Coming Attractions on the Voice America Kids Network. Today, we will be talking with Leo Sears, founder of the Big Island Film Festival. Plus, we will be reviewing the new iPad app, Smash Your Food, that won an award from Michelle Obama's app for healthy kids. And we will be reviewing the films Miss Menace and Pirates Band of Misfits. So to start off the show, we have with us Leo Sears, who, like I said, is the founder of the Big Island Film Festival. And we also have with us Blake, who will be helping me interview him. And Blake is also from Hawaii, which is awesome because Hawaii is super cool. So, Leo, how are you doing today? I am just great. It's a great place to be. And uh, sounds like you guys got a lot of good energy. <laughs> well, thank you. And thank you for being with us. And Blake, how are you today? I'm doing great. Awesome. All right. So first off, um, Leo, I just wanted you to tell us a little bit about your inspiration with founding the Big Island Film Festival. Um, actually, I was at another film festival and was talking with uh, one of the uh, film commissioner from uh, from our island. And uh, I, I just asked her, I said, well, why don't we have uh, something like this on our island? And she said, well, it just take somebody to make it happen. And so uh, after about three years of, uh, of hard work, we got everybody to sit down and uh, now we're going into our seventh film festival. That's awesome. And I know that Blake is actually going to be attending the film festival. So can you give him any idea of what he has in store when he's going to it? Oh my goodness. We've got, uh, we're going to be showing a total of, uh, of, 57 films uh, oh, wow. from all wow. over the world. Uh, we have one a daytime venue. 
We have an evening venue for family films, uh, which are free to the public. And then we have uh, another venue for more adult films uh, that are, that's uh, an outside venue. So we also bring in celebrities. Uh, this year we've got uh, Eloise Mumford uh, from The River. And we've wow. got uh, that show. <laughs> David James Elliott from uh, used to star in JAG. And those will be our celebrities. And uh, we just, we have a, <clears throat> a really laid back film festival that's uh, really uh, geared more towards the, uh, the, the filmmakers and independent films. Awesome. So uh, no red carpet. We just, uh, we're, like I said, just uh, real laid back and uh, just really enjoy the weather and the films and uh, just soaking it all in. Awesome. Well, I know you're showing some films from Kids First, so can you tell us a little bit about those? Uh, we have The Italian Key, uh, which is a, uh, a film that I, uh, it's sort of a uh, fairy tale type story uh, that I think will appeal to uh, uh, young girls primarily, but uh, families as well. And mm -hmm. then... Um, Miss Minnows, which is about a, uh, a, a cat that turns into a woman. And uh, it's, it's all very good, uh, good family fun. That sounds, those sound like some very fun films and definitely appealing to a younger audience. So Blake, going back to you, um, going to the Big Island Film Festival, what are, what are some of your thoughts of going there? And like, are you super psyched? Oh, totally. I'm definitely psyched. I've always loved independent movies, and I think they, they all are just so unique, and they all tell um, just a great story, you know? It's really exciting to see, you know, not necessarily big A-list people make movies, but I like to see some of the indie stuff, too. Mm -hmm. I think on last week's episode, I think it was, where we were talking a lot about um, about independent films and you know what we like about them compared to big blockbuster films and that's right. why i love film festivals there's like a huge boulder film festival that happens here in boulder where i'm from and that's super fun because you can see like awesome independent films and there's a big one in um denver which is awesome as well and independent films are awesome because they're very realistic and they resonate with a large audience with a lot of like realism and real issues and real topics and real things that happen right. in everyday life. So it's awesome, Leo, that you founded this, like such a huge film festival, you know, which is super cool because film festivals are awesome. You're listening to Voice America Kids Network. I'm your host, Raven Devaney, and today we are talking with Leo Sears, founder of the Big Island Film Festival, plus we are reviewing the new iPad app, Smash Your Food, and the Miss Venus and Pirate Band of Misfits. So right now we are talking with Leo Sears, and we were just talking about independent films, and Blake is also going to the... Um, the Big Island Film Festival. He's super excited to see all of the independent films. Yes. So, Leo, will you tell us a little bit more about the Big Island Film Festival? Uh, we, like I said, we're going into our seventh year, and and we, uh, like I said, uh, a lot of the film festivals, some of the bigger film festivals, their focus is on the Hollywood films or on the big stars. 
And yeah, we have, we have big stars that come to our film festival, but our focus really is on the independent film um, and, and the independent filmmaker. And we, we try to uh, provide not only a uh, experience of watching film, but uh, we try to throw in some Hawaiian culture as well. And we, it, we try to uh, think that what we try to do is wrap this whole uh, Big Island Film Festival experience in the, uh, the spirit of aloha. And, uh, and, and that's one of the reasons why I think that we are so popular with, uh, with, with filmmakers who come, uh, who come to our film festival, as well as our patrons. Absolutely. And about, you know, how many people go to this film festival each year? Uh, last year we were up, our attendance was, I think, uh, about 1,954. Oh, wow. And, uh, this year we expect it to, uh, to jump up even, even more than that. Uh, we're getting a lot of, uh, a lot of good press, uh, a lot more exposure, and, uh, we're sort of the little, uh, hidden gem in the middle of the Pacific Ocean. That's so exciting that the outcome is so large, you know, for this film festival, which is awesome to see that so many people are interested in this, which is fantastic. So can you tell us a little bit about some of the independent film producers that you encounter um, at the Big Island Film Festival? Uh, a lot of them are, like I said, are, uh, are, are primarily beginning, fil uh, beginning filmmakers and uh, and. And we also show a good number of uh, of short films as well, and and it, I and I that's one of the important things about a film festival, I believe, is that uh, we give the up and comers a place to show their films because, uh, frankly, there's no other place other than film festivals or showing for your family. Uh, that you can, where you can get your film shown, or even shorts. I mean, uh, there are very few films that you'll see in your, very few short films that you will be able to see in your, uh, your movie theaters. Absolutely. So getting together this whole big film festival, especially seeing that the attendance is so large, who, you know, helps you? You know, I bet you have a lot of help, but can you tell us some of the main people that help you get it all together? Well, the, the main core is actually uh, my wife and I. Uh, we are, we own the, own the company and we do probably 90% of the work uh, before the festival starts. And it's a year-round year -round, uh, uh, job. And then we hire a PR person, we hire a webmaster, and we hire a graphic artist. Once the film uh, festival starts, then we have volunteers who come in and man uh, the different venues, taking tickets, uh, doing surveys, whatever else needs to be done so that... Uh, once the film festival starts, we have this other big crew of people who volunteer because they believe in the same mission that we have. Absolutely. Well, before we're out of time, would you just tell us quickly your favorite part about the Big Island Film Festival and getting it all together? Uh, really seeing 
uh, the independent films and meeting the people behind the independent films. Uh, because the, one of the interesting things is there are so many interesting stories behind the stories, you know, behind, the, whether it's in the making of the film or all the, uh, all the blood, sweat, and tears that the filmmaker had to go through to, uh, uh, to get the film made. And uh, so it, it really uh, makes me feel good to meet these people and to show them uh, the spirit of aloha and uh, to leave them with such a, a positive experience that we've been able to provide for them. Absolutely. Well, it sounds like you really love your job. And um, would you just give us the name of where people can go to find more information about the Big Island Film Fest? Absolutely. Uh, they can go to the website, uh, bigislandfilmfestival.com. Again, that's bigislandfilmfestival.com. And they, uh, you'll find all the movies there that we're showing. You'll find a program that you can actually download on the, uh, the website. You will be able to find trailers uh, of, the, of the movies there. And, uh, and that's where they can get, uh, get all the information, tickets and movies and everything. Awesome. Well, Leo, thank you so much for telling us all about the Big Island Film Festival. And I really commend you and your work to put it all together. And that's very awesome. And Blake, thank you for talking with us as well. And I hope you have a blast at the film festival. I'm sure you will. Let's take a break. I'm Raven Devaney from Kids First Coming Attractions, and you're listening to Voice America Kids. Kids safe, mother approved. You're listening to Voice America Kids. This year's Kids First Film Critics Search Campaign launches September 1st and runs through the end of November. Kids ages 6 to 14 can enter for a chance to compete for eight coveted slots as Kids First Film Critics. To enter, kids need to submit a videotaped review of one of the official search campaign films or DVDs. Public voting determines the 20 finalists, and a panel of celebrity judges determines the winners. Last year, more than 11 million votes were cast for fewer than 100 contestants. To date, some of the exciting assignments covered by the Kids First film critics include a week-long film critics boot camp at the Walt Disney Studios, the red carpet premiere of Winnie the Pooh, sneak preview coverage of films like Cars 2, Judy Moody, and The Not Bummer Summer, with coverage on AOL Kids, Voice America Kids, and Working Mother. Check it all out at www.kidsfirst.org or on the Kids First Facebook page. Think you have what it takes to be one of America's next film critics? Just visit kidsfirst.org or the Kids First Facebook page. And hurry, you only have until the end of November to enter. Have you heard your 15 minutes of fame? How about four times that every single week? It's the Fame Game. Listen as Maddie Rose, who is up and coming in the world of fame, brings you fame from all walks of life. You'll hear from doctors, teachers, mentors, life heroes, as well as those in the fields of acting, movies, music, and more. Who knows? You might be the next one Maddie Rose talks to on the air. Listen for the Fame Game every Wednesday at 5 p.m. Pacific Time, 8 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Kids Channel. 
You're listening to Voice America Kids, now with 33% more active ingredients and no artificial coloring. The Terrence Rogers Show will take the world by storm. The topics are sometimes newsworthy, sometimes personal, as we explore fashion, entertainment, art, and more. Host Terrence Rogers has seen a lot of life experience in his few years of life. It's this experience that allows him to bring a fresh perspective to the table, and he holds nothing back. Tune in to The Terrence Rogers Show every Monday at 3 p.m. Pacific, 6 p.m. Eastern on the Voice America Kids channel. You'll laugh, cry, and most importantly, this show will reach out and touch your life. You are tuned in to Kids First Coming Attractions on the Voice America Kids channel. Shh, turn your phone off. Another movie is coming up. I'm your host, Raven Devani, and you're listening to Voice America Kids. Now let's discuss the new iPad app, Smash Your Food, which won a Michelle Obama App for Healthy Kids Award, which is very awesome. And we have with us Brianna from Orlando, and she has been playing the Smash Your Food app nonstop ever since she got it. So, Brianna, how are you doing today? Very good, thank you. How are you? I'm good. So when I talked to you before the show, you were playing the Smasher Food app. So why don't you tell us a little bit how about like how you like it and what you like about it? Well, I really like it. I mean, like this is I bet every kid would say this, but it's the actual video of like they smashing the food. And I, I show it to my parents and they're like, oh, now I don't feel like eating right now. And I get a crack out of it. And why I like it, it's just really gross. <laughs> and so tell us exactly what the app is and how you play it. Well, the app is an, it's educational and it tells you it tells you the oil, the salt and the sugar in how, like the food that they give to you. Like they give you food and then you guess how much sugar, salt and oil it is in it. And then after that you smash it of course. And then it tells you the actual amount of and then it tells you the actual amount of it so you kind of figure out like oh I shouldn't eat that or oh I I think it's okay to eat that and before you start playing it asks you your age so determining on your age and how well you perform on exercise like if you exercise low I think that the calories that you should eat or how much sugar you should have is lower than higher. So I'm 12 and I, and I'm active a lot because I run and swim and I'm in PE every day except Wednesday, but I still run that day. And so it says that I'm a certain amount of this and certain amount of that I should eat every day. So when it tells you how much is actually in it, you get to see, Oh, I shouldn't be eating that anymore. Absolutely. Well, it sounds very, very educational, and it sounds like you're definitely having a lot of fun with it, which is good because a lot of times, you know, we're definitely conscious about our health, but we're not very concerned or not even concerned aware of what we're eating and what we need to be eating and how to support our bodies because our bodies are really just a machine that is working, and unless if we don't fuel 
like if we don't fuel a car right, it's not going to work right, right? And it's the same thing with our bodies. And I think it's very cool that they made an app for the iPad about educating kids on that. So what have your parents thought about the app and what do they think about you um, using it? I first showed it to my mom because she kind of figured out how to do the whole thing. And while we did it, she was like, that's really cool. I didn't I didn't know it was that that helpful to you because I didn't either. I thought you just tell a bunch of facts and it's just random because a lot of the apps today are just they just go by randomness. But this actually teaches you because I checked it up with the cereal and I checked it up with the macaroni afterwards. And then for my dad, he's like, that's gross I never thought food should look like that so he had he he didn't tell me about what he think I should do about it he just was he was really hungry (laughs) and yeah too funny well have you found out any interesting facts about food that you had no idea about before well on ice cream like I was just eating a bowl of ice cream and then I got this level I got past this level and it says ice cream has 13 grams of, grams of sugar. Well, not grams, cubes of sugar. And I knew it had a lot, but a lot to me is like 35 or 87. Mm-hmm. And um, I, it was low, but it's still not the amount I'm supposed to eat. And it has seven spoons of oil. I never thought that ice cream had oil in it. I mean, Yeah, I, I did not eight, know that at all. That's so weird. And, it had one per- one thing of salt. So, I mean, that's kind of reasonable. Yeah, absolutely. You are listening to Voice America Kids Network. I'm your host, Raven Devani. And today we are talking about the new iPad app, Smash Your Food, and the films Miss Manus and Pirates Band of Misfits. And right now we're talking with Brianna about the Smash Your Food app, which won an award for healthy kids apps, which is cool. And Brianna was just telling me all about it and some interesting facts that she found out about food and ice cream and that there's seven spoons of oil and ice cream, which is something that neither of us knew. So tell us about how you advance in the game. You said you got past a level. So can you tell us how you advance in the app? Well, okay. When you start, it gives you food and you, you, you know, see how much this sugar and salt it has in it and if you do that enough times and if you memorize in your mind like this has this amount this has this amount and this has this amount the game knows that you are accomplishing its like challenge so you get farther and farther and once you get halfway from going to from like you're at the sixth level if you're halfway between six and seven it gives you this crazy food like 18 chicken nuggets or a big big hamburger or a big pot of macaroni and then you see that how much so you know how much it increases if you double it and then after that you keep going and then when you get to the end it gives you a whole new rack of food that you have to do so that's awesome so can you tell us if you know experiencing this app and playing with this app has helped you look at your food and your active life a little bit differently I definitely think so, because I haven't gotten anything like this before. I mean, my mom probably told me once, don't eat that. It has too much sugar. Or my dad's like, eat your veggies. So, um, But you never really understand, like, how (laughs) much is in each thing. I'm like, why do I want to eat my veggies? But um, now I'm certainly, like, when I eat and when when I pry myself away from the game, 
when I when I eat, I'm probably gonna look at the back more and like, should I eat this or should I just get an apple and some orange juice or a cup of water? Mm -hmm, absolutely. And, you know, with it telling you like how much is in, say, mac and cheese or like a donut or ice cream or whatever, if it says that there's like a lot of something in there and you might not think, oh, I don't need to have this. Well, you can have it, but everything in moderation is good. So if you're having a donut every single day for every meal, that's not good at all. But then if you if you um, supply it out with some fruits or vegetables and something like that, and it seems like this game sort of helps you monitor your food. So you're having good things, but you're also having things that you like as well. Yes. Yeah. Because it's not there to say, no, you can't have a donut ever. Or you can't have ice cream. And then people just be like, uh. Yeah, then that's no fun. So do you have any um, siblings or any friends that you showed the app to? No, like I just got it. So, mm -hmm. I mean, I've been nonstop playing it since I've gotten to school. So I'm like, yeah, mom, I'll do it right. I am going to play this game. Don't, don't, don't do anything while I'm playing this game. So. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. I haven't had time to disperse it. <laughs> That's funny. Well, um, what do you think your friends or, you know, some of your other siblings or family members might think about this game? Well, my friends, they'd probably be like, oh, my gosh, it smashes food. And then <laughs> my teachers would probably love it because, I mean, their job is teaching and this app teaches. So that's one less thing they have to worry about. Like, yes, <laughs> this has... 15 cubes of sugar they don't have to teach that so we we have it covered on this and my stepsister which is in Philadelphia I think she would really like oh you're enjoying it I'm really I'm really happy for you and then she'd probably get on my iPad secretly and be like "Ooh, this is really fun <laughs> too funny well can you tell us a little bit about some of the other interesting facts you've learned or something that you find really interesting about the game the one thing I found really, really interesting is, well, actually, there's a couple of things, but the thing is, when the video is really high definition, so when you look at it, it's, like, really up close to your face, and you're like, that's what's in it? And it kind of is like, because when you eat it, you don't really stare at the middle of it, but now you can actually see what is in it. And I also like how, like, the main thing of the sound effects, it's like, squishing and squashing and slopping and beeping and woo woo kind of sounds and and another thing is when you learn about it and it gets into your brain and you have to memorize it to get to the next level to see what else you can mash I mean it kind of stains in your brain I mean most people wouldn't think about it while they're playing it but you actually did but then learn later when you're at the dinner table you're like oh this yeah. has so and so about <laughs> people be like Wow, you're smart. <laughs> That's awesome. So have you found yourself in situations where you're telling your parents about, you know, different facts about different foods? Well, I was just in the garage with my father and before my mom came home. And I was like, oh, my gosh, did you know that ice cream has 13 grams of sugar? And did you know it has seven grams of oil? And he's like, yes, Brianna. I know. It's like, well, now you know again. <laughs> yeah, I've just been pouring out, and my dad's like, okay, Rihanna, I get it. It's a good thing. 
too funny. Well, one last question before we're out of time. Would you tell us how many stars you would give this app on a scale of one to five and what age group you would recommend it for? Definitely five. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's usually, I mean, I looked at the reviews and everyone gave it a five. I mean, well, mostly everyone, because not everyone's the same, but most people gave it a five, and I truly believe that it's a five, because it teaches you things, it gives you the pleasure of seeing things getting squashed. And it's fun. And, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and when you when you look at it, like, you pick your own little character, and it's all made out of fruit, and the age range, I think, it is is about to teens I mean it, it's good for everyone like even adults and even grandparents will even like it but I think it really like comes down to four to teens like four to 15 or 18 years in in that age group because I saw a review and she was she was five and I'm like wow she's playing this game at five and she's giving reviews like nonstop. and I'm like well she really must like this game well, it sounds like a fantastic educational game, especially because it won an award for Apps for Healthy Kids. And I'm really glad that you've enjoyed it, and I hope you continue to enjoy it. So, Brianna, thank you so much for telling us about the Smasher Food app, and be sure to go to the iTunes store and get it for your iPad. It sounds very fun. Let's take a break. I'm Raven Devaney from Kids First Coming Attractions, and you're listening to Voice America Kids. Kids safe, mother approved. You're listening to Voice America Kids. This year's Kids First Film Critics Search Campaign launches September 1st and runs through the end of November. Kids ages 6 to 14 can enter for a chance to compete for eight coveted slots as Kids First Film Critics. To enter, kids need to submit a videotaped review of one of the official search campaign films or DVDs. Public voting determines the 20 finalists, and a panel of celebrity judges determines the winners. Last year, more than 11 million votes were cast for fewer than 100 contestants. To date, some of the exciting assignments covered by the Kids First film critics include a week-long film critics boot camp at the Walt Disney Studios, the red carpet premiere of Winnie the Pooh, sneak preview coverage of films like Cars 2, Judy Moody, and The Not Bummer Summer, with coverage on AOL Kids, Voice America Kids, and Working Mother. Check it all out at www.kidsfirst.org or on the Kids First Facebook page. Think you have what it takes to be one of America's next film critics? Just visit kidsfirst.org or the Kids First Facebook page. And hurry, you only have until the end of November to enter. Have you heard your 15 minutes of fame? How about four times that every single week? It's the Fame Game. Listen as Maddie Rose, who is up and coming in the world of fame, brings you fame from all walks of life. You'll hear from doctors, teachers, mentors, life heroes, as well as those in the fields of acting, movies, music, and more. Who knows? You might be the next one Maddie Rose talks to on the air. Listen for the Fame Game every Wednesday at 5 p.m. Pacific Time, 8 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Kids Channel. You're listening to Voice America Kids, now with 33% more active ingredients and no artificial coloring. 
The Terrence Rogers Show will take the world by storm. The topics are sometimes newsworthy, sometimes personal, as we explore fashion, entertainment, art, and more. Host Terrence Rogers has seen a lot of life experience in his few years of life. It's this experience that allows him to bring a fresh perspective to the table, and he holds nothing back. Tune in to The Terrence Rogers Show every Monday at 3 p.m. Pacific, 6 p.m. Eastern on the Voice America Kids channel. You'll laugh, cry, and most importantly, this show will reach out and touch your life. You are tuned in to Kids First Coming Attractions on the Voice America Kids channel. Shh, turn your phone off. Another movie is coming up. Welcome back to Kids First Coming Attractions. I'm your host, Raven Devaney, and you're listening to Voice America Kids. Let's discuss the film Miss Manoose, and we have with us Camille. So how are you doing today, Camille? I'm good. How are you? I'm good. So why don't you tell us a little bit about this film? Um, this film is about a reporter named Tibber um, who, is, who isn't very successful with his job. Um... And so one day he meets a woman who has, or a, well, so in the beginning, um, she, she's a cat and she drinks some dangerous chemicals that turn her into a human. Um, so Tibber meets this woman, um, who has some, um, cat-like, um, characteristics, um, and he decides to um, make her his secretary. Um, so she, um, since, you know, she was once a cat, she goes out um, and finds all of her cat friends and she gets them to go find news so um, she can bring it back to Tibber. Um, and they end up um, finding out some very cool things and some other yeah things that sounds like a very interesting story and that sounds like a very creative plot we were actually just talking briefly about um the movie miss Manus in the last segment and we had um leo sears and he's playing the um the movie at his Big Island Film Festival, which is mm. awesome that you got to see the film and that you got to review it. So why don't you tell us a little bit about your initial thoughts of the film? You know, did you like it? Did you not? Tell us what you thought. Um, I thought that this movie was great. Um, the only thing is, is that, um, um, is that this film was originally in Dutch. So um, they did voiceovers in English. Um, and it was, and, um, it just, um, and I just didn't really like it because the English words didn't fit the Dutch mouth movements. It didn't really match up. Yeah. And there's also some violence in this film. Um, when the evil man named LMA, um, when, um, he just, he kicks a cat and, um, he hits a cat with um a glass wine bottle. Oh no. Um, yeah, I didn't I didn't really like that. Mm-hmm. Well, I am a huge cat lover. I used to have three cats and um 
you know, I love cats. So that would be very upsetting to see that happen. But it does sound like it's an overall, you know, good kid film. So yeah. can you tell us a little bit about what you thought of the visuals and the animation? I know you said that the voices didn't really match up with the visuals, but what did you think about the visual design of this film? Well, actually, this film wasn't animated. Um, but I I thought that... Th- I thought that they did a great job um, filming it. I loved the setting. Um, it was, um, it was, it was, it was really good, and the acting was great too. Um, mm-hmm. And did the setting help um, amplify the mood of the movie? Yes, it did. It did. That's awesome. So why don't you tell us a little bit about the soundtrack and how that helped amplify the mood of the film as well? Um, there wasn't actually much music in this film. Um, but I did like um, the end credit song. Mm-hmm. And what did you like so much about that? Um, I don't know. It was just an upbeat kind of happy song. Awesome. And what would you say about the overall emotion of this film? Do you think it was happy, sad? You know, what would you say about that? Um, I thought that it was a pretty happy movie. Sometimes it could be kind of mysterious. Um, yeah. But overall, um, it was pretty happy. Yeah, I, yeah, it was. And who would you recommend this film for? You know, what age group do you think your friends would like it? Or maybe some older kids or maybe younger kids? What do you think? Um, I think that kids between the ages of 7 and 12 um, would like this film. Because um, I think that um, kids of those ages would be able to grasp the concept um, a little bit better. And also... Um, it, it does get, this film does get a bit confusing, um, and you really do have to pay attention. Mm -hmm. So Um, you think maybe a little bit older kids, you know, like seven that might be able to pay attention a little bit more than toddlers? Yes, definitely. Absolutely. You are listening to Voice America Kids Network. I'm your host, Raven Devaney, and today we are reviewing the films Miss Manoose and Pirates Band of Misfits. So right now we're talking about the film Miss Manoose, which sounds very interesting and very creative. And um, I have Camille with us, who's telling me all about it. And she's telling me that the acting's very good, but they had to do voiceovers because it was, um, it's, an, it's a foreign film, so they had to do voiceovers to uh, make it English. And the, vo- the um, images and the voice didn't necessarily match up very well, but she does really like the film. So, can you tell us maybe your favorite scene or character in this film? Um, well, my favorite scene in this film is when Tibber's landlord's daughter, Bibi, um, is climbing on the roof um, with Tibber's secretary, who is named Miss Manoose. Um, um, so, Miss Manoose is teaching her um, how to climb up on the roof. And I really like this scene because... Um, I don't know. I thought I thought that it was just a nice, um, a nice scene. You know, it looked like a lot of fun, and yeah. Mm-hmm. And can you tell us about the acting done by the woman who plays Miss Manoose? How did she sort of embody these cat-like characteristics that her character has? 
Um, well, she slept in a box. <laughs> um, she she had really long nails and she scratched somebody at one point. Mm-hmm. Um she climbed in and out of windows and um up and down trees and stuff. That sounds very funny. I yes. think if I saw somebody doing that, I'd I'd not necessarily think that they were like a cat person. I'd just be like, oh my goodness, that person is having way too much fun. Um, so do you think that this film was laughable? Do you think it was like pretty funny because of her characteristics and some of the things she does? Yes, definitely. Um, I, I thought that this film was a mix between drama, um, a drama and a comedy. Mm-hmm. It's a dramedy. Fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> so did you watch this film with your parents? Um, I did. And what did they think about it? Um, they both really, really enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. So it sounds like one of those movies that could be very good for family movie night. You know, if yeah. if older sibling wanted to watch some action film and the younger one wanted to watch like Care Bears or something. It sounds like it would be a good in-between resolution. Definitely. So, so can you tell us about your favorite character or if you have a specific character that you would relate to in this film? Um, well, I really liked Bibi um, because um, I could relate to her in some ways. Um, and um, she, she was my age, and um, I don't know, she, she was just, she just reminded me of me. Mm-hmm. In what ways? Like, what were some of the things that really made you be like, oh, I could definitely be that person? Um, I don't know, just kind of the way that she acted. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought that she was very nice, and, um, and she stood up for herself and stuff like that. Well, that's awesome. I'm very glad that you were able to relate to a character. I think it's very good when you're watching a film and everybody in the audience, whether they're young or old, boy or girl, into action or comedy or dramedies or whatever, what have you, that they're able to find one person that they're able to relate to. And if they can't find a specific person, maybe just an aspect of the story that they're able to relate to, because it makes the film experience watching a movie just way better when you're able to, you know, relate to someone or something in the film. Yeah, definitely. Mm -hmm. And so can you tell us about how many stars you would give this film on a scale of one to five? Um, I would give this film, um, let's see, four out of five stars, I think, because, um, there was some violence in this film, um, and suspense that might frighten younger children, and the storyline is a little hard to follow. Mm Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Well, thank you so much for telling us all about this film, Miss Manus. It sounds like a fantastic comedy drama or dramedy. And um, it sounds like it's very good for family movie night. So thank you so much for telling us all about it. Let's take a break. I'm Raven Devaney from Kids First Coming Attractions, and you're listening to Voice America Kids. Kids safe, mother approved. You're listening to Voice America Kids. 
This year's Kids First Film Critics Search Campaign launches September 1st and runs through the end of November. Kids ages 6 to 14 can enter for a chance to compete for eight coveted slots as Kids First Film Critics. To enter, kids need to submit a videotaped review of one of the official search campaign films or DVDs. Public voting determines the 20 finalists, and a panel of celebrity judges determines the winners. Last year, more than 11 million votes were cast for fewer than 100 contestants. To date, some of the exciting assignments covered by the kids' first film critics include a week-long film critics boot camp at the Walt Disney Studios, the red carpet premiere of Winnie the Pooh, sneak preview coverage of films like Cars 2, Judy Moody, and The Not Bummer Summer, with coverage on AOL Kids, Voice America Kids, and Working Mother. Check it all out at www.kidsfirst.org or on the Kids First Facebook page. Think you have what it takes to be one of America's next film critics? Just visit kidsfirst.org or the Kids First Facebook page. And hurry, you only have until the end of November to enter. Have you heard your 15 minutes of fame? How about four times that every single week? It's the Fame Game. Listen as Maddie Rose, who is up and coming in the world of fame, brings you fame from all walks of life. You'll hear from doctors, teachers, mentors, life heroes, as well as those in the fields of acting, movies, music, and more. Who knows? You might be the next one Maddie Rose talks to on the air. Listen for the Fame Game every Wednesday at 5 p.m. Pacific Time, 8 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Kids Channel. You're listening to Voice America Kids, now with 33% more active ingredients and no artificial coloring. The Terrence Rogers Show will take the world by storm. The topics are sometimes newsworthy, sometimes personal, as we explore fashion, entertainment, art, and more. Host Terrence Rogers has seen a lot of life experience in his few years of life. It's this experience that allows him to bring a fresh perspective to the table, and he holds nothing back. Tune in to The Terrence Rogers Show every Monday at 3 p.m. Pacific, 6 p.m. Eastern on the Voice America Kids channel. You'll laugh, cry, and most importantly, this show will reach out and touch your life. You are tuned in to Kids First Coming Attractions on the Voice America Kids channel. Shh, turn your phone off. Another movie is coming up. I'm your host, Raven Devaney, and you're listening to Voice America Kids. Now let's discuss the new film, Pirates Band of Misfits, which comes out in theaters April 27th, and it is from the creators of Wallace and Gromit and also Chicken Run, which are some very hilarious, awesome claymation films. And we have with us today Anthony, who will be talking with us about the film. So, Anthony, how are you doing? I'm doing great. Thank you. How are you? I'm good. So why don't you tell us a little bit about this super cute action-adventure film? Well, really, this movie is all about the pirate pirate captain and his crew who really are trying to compete in the best pirate captain. So he is trying to get lots of money, and he goes and tries to do ships to get to get money from them but all of the ships he had no luck there was no gold Mm -hmm. so he and then on one he found 
a person that he was going to throw overboard. But that man actually worked for the queen, so he tried to trick the pirate captain. He fell for it, but later in the movie, then he tried to say, he tried, he found out what was really happening and stopped it. Absolutely. So can you tell us what you liked about this film and why? You know, tell us a little bit about your initial thoughts. Well, what I love this film. It, mm-hmm. it, why I think it's because it has so much action, so much funny parts. So really, there's nothing that people... I don't get why somebody wouldn't want to see it. This movie is... It has a little bit of everything for everyone. Yes, it does. That's awesome. So can you tell us a little bit about the visuals of this film and the claymation? Like I was saying before, it is from the creators of Wallace and Gromit and also some other claymation films. And I absolutely love the style of the Wallace and Gromit films and these other claymation films. It's just, I don't know, I've never really seen in like a a style like this you know i've seen claymation before but i've never really seen claymation quite like the way ardman does it which is the production company who made this film so can you tell us what you thought about the visuals in this film well i think that this movie must have took a long time to do because every time they have to move the clay figure take a picture and then move it again and just keep on taking it. So there's all, I think that there's over like 5,000 pictures that they have to take. There's probably a lot, isn't there? Yeah. And something that I think is super cool about this particular type of claymation that they do is the facial features. They're not like blank clay facial features. They're like so expressive, which seems like it would take the most amount of time because if some, like even if a character is not moving if they're just standing still like the expressions on the characters faces they're so expressive it's like real life and i can only imagine that that would take like such a long time to do so what did you think about this soundtrack in this film i know you were saying that it's very funny and it has action and adventure so how does the soundtrack amplify those qualities of the film well, the soundtrack has lots of music, and every time, like, there's something that bad happens, that kind of, you, most people might know what kind of music pops up, and then every, so this movie had an awesome soundtrack. It's, I just can't think of something that might have not been bad. This, the soundtrack was really good. Mm-hmm. You think? everyone everything was awesome in this film you can't pick out something that you didn't like nope that's awesome that you have something that you can't even like even if you think about it so hard you loved everything about it which is awesome so can you tell us if you related to the story in any way huh i like going on adventures Mm mm-hmm I think every young boy is going on adventures. I even like going on adventures, and I'm a 14-year-old girl, so I think adventures is something that everyone can relate to. So can you tell us what your favorite scene or character is in this film? Huh. I think I know what my favorite scene is. Is that my favorite scene? Is when he he, um, was flying on a rope to another ship. He went there. 
and all the people were ghosts. The ship was ghost. He looked down. It was invisible, and then he fell into the water. Oh, my God. That sounds kind of scary, actually. You're listening to Voice America Kids Network. I'm your host, Raven Devaney, and today we are reviewing the new film, Pirates Band of Misfits, which comes out in a theater near you on April 27th, so be sure to go see that. And we have with us Anthony, who's telling us all about this film. It sounds super awesome, and he was just telling us his favorite scene. But now, Anthony, can you tell us your favorite character or characters in this film? I had, if I had to pick one, it's not really um, a person, though. I would think that my, actually, my favorite character is the monkey (laughs) and why do you like the monkey over the other characters because he's so funny he can't talk but he has these little cards and once he fell through the ground and he had a card that was sliding down with him that said "Uh (laughs) uh-oh that's so funny so can you tell us if you would relate to a specific character in this film? I know you said that you related to the whole aspect of adventuring and going on adventures in this film, but is there a specific character or, in this case, animal that you would see yourself as? I don't think I can see myself as any of the characters because I don't get to go on adventures a lot, but I know that they're really, really fun. Mm-hmm. And so, can you tell us about the emotion of this film and how you think it was captured? The emotion of this film was kind of, like, funny, um, crazy, weird. So, (laughs) it's like, there was only something like that. Or mad. That's all. Mm -hmm. And can you tell us how many stars you would give this film on a scale of one to five? Hmm. Um, I would probably say, um... I'm just going to say five out of five. Mm-hmm. And why is that? It's because I know that this movie was really, really great, and it was really, really hard to make. Uh, mm-hmm. there's, so I think that I would give this movie five stars because of how good it did. Absolutely. I think when you find those films that take so much effort and so much time and so much commitment and you know so much almost like happiness goes into this film because if you're sitting around all day designing these little clay dolls and moving them and then taking a picture and then moving them and taking a picture you obviously have to enjoy what you're doing to be that committed to it so I think those films that you find all that time and commitment put in those are absolutely the best films compared to some of those other films that, you know, don't have as much commitment and love going into the film. So what age group would you recommend this film for? I would think maybe five and up, because this movie only had, like, probably some, like, violent parts of what Mm -hmm. happened. So, uh, and some scary parts that younger kids might not like. So I would say five and up. Absolutely. Well, I personally can't wait to go see this film. It looks so good. And I know my little brother who's seven wants to see this film. My grandma wants to see this film. My parents want to see this film. So it definitely seems like a movie that is for, you know, a universal audience, you know, whatever preference you like. I think it it seems very cute and very funny, just like um, the other films that Ardman does. So I'm very excited to go see that. 
So what did you think about the overall production of the film? Well, the overall production is really, most things are really, really great of how much they had to take pictures, how much they had to, like, do the voices, um, and putting it all together into one movie. That must, I would say that the overall production was really, really good. Mm-hmm. And can you tell me, if you were a pirate and you had your own pirate ship, what would your name be and what would your pirate ship's name be? Oh, that's really, really hard. <laughs> I do not think I can pick anything that might match. It's uh, That would take me probably a year to think of. That would take you probably a year to think of. Well, yeah, maybe that's... next time we check in, you'll have an idea, but it definitely sounds like something to think of. I think if I were a pirate, gosh, my name would be like, I don't even know. That is a hard question. Well, it looks like we're out of time. Anthony, thank you so much for telling us all about Pirates Band of Misfits, which comes out in theaters April 27th, so be sure to take your whole family to go see that. Sounds very cute and very fun. Thanks so much for joining us. You've been listening to Kids First Coming Attractions. You can experience more Kids First fun, watch our film reviews, and see your favorite up-and-coming film critic by going to www.kidsfirst.org. I'm Raven Devaney, signing out, and you're listening to Voice America Kids. Thank you again for tuning in to Kids First Coming Attractions on the Voice America Kids channel. Now you know what to see. And speaking of see, we'll see you again next week. We'll be right back.